Good day, everyone. It's Daniel here, and this is our next episode of Emotional English Podcast, where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy, and of course, positively. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, I was kind of late. I didn't post any podcast episodes last two weeks, and uh, there are some reasons for it. Maybe three weeks, I didn't post anything, but so sorry about that. Um, I will change my program and I will try to be more consistent with my podcast episodes. Had so many things happening and uh, one, of, one of the thing is uh, just my uh, transformation. I uh, repeatedly having the running practice. I do uh, many activities in the morning. I read books. Uh, during the day, I have a lot of lessons and in the evening, I do have a lot of lessons as well. But the case is here. I'm back and today I want to speak about the negative confession. The negative confession. Uh, I've recently visited a very good place. It's the uh, philosophy school, right? Or philosophical school. Um, it's a good place where people speak about different uh, philosophies, right? Different ideas. It's a very good conversational basis, right? Um, the place where you can speak out loud learn some stuff and um, these things these knowledges are very interesting the knowledge is quite important for life because you study the philosophies with practical uses right so the philosophy must help you in your daily life if it doesn't it's just the theoretical bullshit so sorry to say this b s word but anyway Today, I want to speak with you about the negative confession. It's the one of the interesting philosophies of ancient Egypt. Can you believe that? Ancient Egypt, right? Philosophy. And they have the belief of negative confession. I will describe you what is the negative confession is, and I will ask you many questions about this point when we finish the little discussion about it. And yeah, I'm not showing you the whole negative confession in this episode. I will make two episodes. Number one, it's the, let's say, introduction to the negative confession where we describe what is the negative confession is, uh, what are the benefits of it and other things. And the second episode I'll pause this week, gonna be about these 42 sins related to negative confession, right? It's like the what's inside of the negative confession. So today we discuss what's around the negative confession. And next time we discuss the negative confession itself, what's inside of it. And, you know, usually I do the reading, right? And I have my own words. If you're new on the channel, on the podcast. So this podcast is about discussions, right? So we read something interesting. We discuss the new vocabulary. We speak uh, or we think how we can use the specific vocab in our daily life. And then uh, we just um, go through and we practice uh, with this specific vocab. And I use my own uh, knowledge of life uh, to show you some more examples, right? Uh, to understand the topic deeply. And uh, I hope that today we have uh, the same experience. I'm really excited to say that there are many people who are writing me and saying uh, many thankful words um, uh, that they are excited to listen to the podcast. Uh, it helps them with their language practice. I'm really excited to say that 
I'm excited as well, right? I'm very pleased uh, to hear that. It's very cool that you guys listening the podcast, that you are improving your life, you are keeping your levels, right? It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what you do. But the point is, you practice with your English and it's really exciting. Another announcement, what I want to say to you guys today, I am announcing the event in Moscow, 4th of March, uh, it's it's going to be something from 1 p.m. until 3 p.m. It's going to be Saturday, 4th of March in Moscow. It's going to be the first emotional English life event. It's going to be the lecture with practice, totally in English without Russian words. If you understand this podcast, if you understand my words, you're completely fine to visit this event. If you want to visit this event very soon, I will post a link. Uh, for registration, or you can just send me the message to my uh, Instagram, to my um, Telegram or WhatsApp. Uh, you know my uh, credentials, right? You can go to my website www.danilabondarenko.ru and send your request, right? Or go to my Instagram or TikTok, just send me your message. I'll count you. I have only 30 seats, maybe 40. I don't know. Uh, we'll have a beautiful place for our event and I hope to have a lot of fun and motivation to you. I will deliver a lot of things to you guys live. You will meet me in person, we'll make a lot of photos together, we'll speak about English and about how to learn it nicely and easily. So um, let's begin with negative confession, right? It was the introduction speech about event. Now let's go to the negative confession. What is negative confession? How to use negative confession? Uh, and um, we'll discuss step by step, gradually using the Kaizen method. By the way, maybe one day we'll have a discussion about Kaizen. Kaizen, it's a very cool Japanese system of uh, personal development. And I'm using it daily, daily, right? Day by day. The negative confession. The negative confession, also known as the declaration of innocence. So the declaration of innocence is the same of uh, the same as the negative confession. So these are two identical things. So the declaration of innocence or negative confession is a list of 42 sins, which the soul of the deceased can honestly say it has never committed when it stands in judgment in the afterlife. Yeah, this pretty complicated sentence. I'll go to read a sentence by sentence now and I'll comment each sentence. I will explain it uh, step by step, okay? So you understand that negative confession, it's the same thing as the declaration of innocence, right? Um, what is innocence? Uh, innocence, it's uh, the thing uh, which you can say you just, Okay, I will try to explain it. You're innocent when you didn't do something wrong. If you haven't done something wrong, you're innocent person, right? It's the description for your uh, action. Innocent, I'm innocent. But innocence, it's the state, right? It's the state. Innocence, it's a good state meant, right? It's a good state. It's a good position in life. Uh, innocence is good because it's untouched. Uh, untouched thing, right? Or uh, untouchedness, untouchedness, right? <laughs> I would say this one. Um, when something is untouched, 
it's innocent. Okay, it's it's it is an innocence, and the declaration of innocence. It's like uh, some words said about this statement. Okay, the declaration of innocence uh, when something declared about the state of innocence or innocent being or beingness. <laughs> so let's go. There are 42 rules here. It's a list of 42 sins. Since it's it's the rules, what you cannot break. Okay. In, in Bible, you have do not kill, do not steal, do not lie, respect. Okay. But there are, and there are different, but these three, I remember for sure. These are sins. If you break these th sins, you go to hell. <laughs> Idiomically, of course, but uh, you will burn not nicely there, okay? And uh, 42 sins in the negative confession of uh, ancient Egyptians, right? They have 42, the rules for, uh, of 42, 42 sins, which the soul, it's the inner self, we have body and we have soul, which the soul of the deceased, deceased, uh, it's the person who did. So the body is not living anymore, deceased, right? Deceased person, deceased uh, being, right? Human, deceased means dead, not alive anymore. Uh, can honestly say it has never committed when it stands in judgment in the afterlife, okay? I will try to rephrase the whole thing right now. So when you see the negative confession, you have 42 rules, right? For your soul, which you must to follow. And uh, these 42 sins kind of connected with your afterlife experience, right? Afterlife, when your body is dead, deceased, right? You have um, like the judgment process, right? And this judgment is kind of related to the declaration of innocence, to our negative confession, 42 sins, right? If you has never committed uh, these 42 sins, uh, it means that uh, you uh, kind of, you never made a mistake, right? You've never um, do things, right? To commit, it means to do something. When you committed something wrong, uh, it means that you've done something wrong. If you committed something good, it means you've done something very good. So in this case, uh, we have 42 sins, 42 rules, inside of the negative confession uh, and you're deceased, your, your body is dead now and your soul, your inner self goes somewhere. I would say it's a court, right? Court, it's when you see the judge, when you see the prosecutor, when you see the lawyer, right? And in this place, you have a next level of communication, right? The judgment. The soul would recite these in the presence of the gods. So the gods would be the judges, right? The gods would sit or would stand there and they would uh, recite, right? It means uh, they would um, do something aloud. They would repeat or declaim something aloud. Uh, they would, uh, or I mean, the soul would uh, recite, right? The soul would stand and say some words about their life, about their experiences, right? Different souls, right? Of our people, Egyptians, right? Uh, they stood there and they recite. They say, oh, I did everything correct. I did something good, right? And 
From the other side, you see the gods. They stand there and they trying to wait. They try to measure uh, your, you know, the truth, right? And as you see, the soul would recite uh, these 42 sins or things which you committed or not in the presence of God. So the gods are there. When they're there, uh, they can make a decision and they wait the truth in deciding one's fate, right? Deciding one's fate. When you decide, uh, you're kind of, you know, making an action and uh, you're saying where the soul going to go, uh, to hell or to uh, heaven in uh, classic Christianity. But here in ancient Egyptian, uh, negative confession statement, you know, they kind of understand is if you're a good person, you go to the next level of evolution. If you're a bad person, if you did something wrong, really bad. So you just go uh, to repeat your own experience to the body level again. So you will, it's like reincarnation, right? Reincarnation in Buddhism, in uh, Hinduism, and uh, that's pretty the same thing. So after the reincarnation, your soul is going to be uh, here in life again, right? So you're not going to be deceased. You're going to be alive. So you'll repeat your journey of life. Okay. So what kind of new vocab? This is the end of the first paragraph. And we have some good words here, right? The first word I see, it's the word recite. Uh, recite. The soul would recite. Uh, oh, I think. Yeah. The soul would uh, recite. Uh, in the presence of God, uh, right? We had uh, this word there. It means when you announce publicly something aloud or you declaim something, the passage or a poem, you know, some people do it uh, from memory. I have very bad memory, so I cannot uh, recite something. <laughs> so I just use my own uh, imagination or uh, my own uh, absence of thoughts in my mind. I just saying what I feel, right? And I'm not using my memory or something. So when you uh, declare something publicly, so you're uh, reciting, right? You're repeating something aloud. Classically, it's something from memory. You know, students, they recite things in front of the class because they, uh, you know, the, the professor wants them to do that. They want to um, repeat uh, words which they learned, right? The next word is deceit, right? Uh, what is the word deceit? In the context, we've seen the word deceit uh, in the case of what? Um, let me check. Where was this word? Uh, receipt and deceit somewhere. Uh, deceit. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. A deceit, right? Okay. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's it means um, um, to, to lie, probably. I, I, I cannot find this one. Okay. Never mind. So maybe next time we'll see this word deceit. Uh, and uh, the next word to commit, uh, right? Uh, when you're committing something, you can commit very bad example to commit suicide, right? So when you commit suicide, uh, you do something wrong, right? Um, when you commit, um, you know, when you commit a crime, again, I see the connection with uh, perpetuating or carrying out something very bad, a mistake, you commit a mistake or um, uh, immoral act, right? Very bad activity. Mostly this word used uh, to do something bad, to commit something bad. And when uh, in the text, we have a context of, uh, right? Uh, so we have 40 sin, uh, 42 sins, right? And uh, it's never committed 
uh, I mean, these uh, uh, sins never was broken. They never uh, been broken. And uh, it's a good thing when you and when you when you don't break uh, the laws or rules, right? And negative confession. Once you not breaking these forty two rules, right? Yeah, and then uh, the word disease, right? Disease. It's the person's death, right? And in the context we had uh, the deceased. Uh, personality, right? When someone is dead, it means deceased body, deceased body. Uh, so the person is dead in this case, right? I will read this uh, paragraph one more time, just for your understanding one more time, right? The negative confession, also known as the declaration of innocence, is a list of 42 sins, which the soul of deceased can honestly say it has never committed when it stands in judgment in the afterlife. The soul would recite, uh, we, we will, sorry, recite, right? Recite. Uh, the soul would recite uh, these in the presence of the gods, would wait their truth in deciding one's fate. Deciding one's fate. And yeah, that's the point. So uh, we go further. I just want to have some thoughts here. What do you think about the negative confession? 42 rules, huh? Do you like to follow rules? Just say me aloud, right? Say me aloud. Do you like to follow rules? Let's say I say to you, hey guys, listen to the podcast every week to learn and imp improve your language. Would you follow? Would you follow? Would you commit? Um, this kind of journey, would you say, I will do it? Would you do this? If yes, you'd love to follow, right? And you're gonna um, follow the rules. And as the negative confession rules, we have 42 rules, which we never uh, should commit, right? We never should break these rules, okay? It's important part. Um, and if we break, right, uh, these, we, we should uh, to recite publicly, we should to uh, say some words uh, in front of gods, in front of the presence of gods, and they would make a decision. We go next level of evolution or we go down and we repeat our experience again on earth. That's a statement what I have in this case. The next paragraph, let's go together. The most famous list comes from the Papyrus of uh, Ani, a text of Egyptian Book of the Dead, uh, prepared for the priest, Ani of Thieves. Um, and yeah, um, and included among the grave goods of his tomb. Nice, nice. It's just a historical knowledge, right? The most famous list, uh, it's like the document, right? The Papyrus of Ani. And uh, there is a text, it's called the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Um, in this case, it's like a Bible, right? It's like a Bible, Egyptian Book of the Dead. And uh, this book created by the priest, his name is Ani, Ani the priest of Thebes, right? Let, let me double check the name of the city. I want to double check the pronunciation because um, a word is like a city, right? And I just want to pronounce it correctly. Um, yeah, thieves, right. I, I was completely correct here. 
Thebes is the name of the city, right? If you've seen the movie, The Mummy, Mummy, the movie, right? Very cool movie, by the way. If you haven't watched it, watch it in English. The Mummy, and they have three uh, main chapters there. Uh, the Mummy, Mummy the second, and the third one. Something about the emperor of something, right? And the mummy is kind of a live creature. Uh, it's dead, but then it's uh, getting alive and they just go and kill people and control the world. Um, thieves, location, right? Of this document of Egyptian book of the dead. And it's included among the grave uh, goods of uh, the tomb, right? The grave goods. So it's a very important document here, okay? That's what you need to understand. It includes a number of chapters of the Book of the Dead, but not all of them, okay? So we see that this Book of the Dead includes a number of chapters, right? But not all of them from this uh, papyrus, uh, papyrus of Aunt Ani, right? Uh, these omissions are not a mistake. So omission, it means uh, gaps, right? We have some gaps there uh, or uh, not listed elements. And these omissions, these gaps are not a mistake. So we have these gaps, but it's not a mistake because uh, nor have sections of the manuscripts been lost nor have sections of the manuscript been lost, but are the result of a common practice of creating a funerary text specifically for certain person's use in the afterlife. Oh my God, it's, it's crazy, right? Very long and strong sentences here. Very long one. So these gaps are not a mistake. They've made them purposely to have these sections of the manuscript being lost. Um, it's not the point of losing anything, but uh, are the result. It's a result of common practice of creating the funerary text. So probably they've made these gaps uh, purposely uh, to make the funerary text. Funeral, it's the time when person go and, you know, when uh, one person dies, right? You have the funerary of, I mean, funeral. You organize the event for him and this event called funeral, when you say some uh, praise, right? You, you, you just say some words about the person and then you kind of, when the person passed away, you say bye-bye to that person in the funeral event. And this is the funerary text. So probably this text is related to the funeral event specifically for a certain person use in the afterlife. Imagine they have a text like the combination of words, what you should do exactly after your death. <laughs> Can you believe that? So you have your life and then you have a text. It's called the Egyptian Book of the Dead, which shows you what you should do when you're dead. When, you're, you're, when your body physically deceased, okay, you're not conscious anymore, but your soul is conscious and your soul must to follow the Egyptian book of the dead. They have a list, specific list, okay? And this funerary text specifically for the specific people, you should follow these specific rules, whatever, in this manuscript, and then you'll be okay. So the negative confession included in this text follow this same paradigm as it would have been written for Ani, not for anyone else. 
So the negative confession included in this text follows this same paradigm as it would have been written for Ani, not for anyone else. Okay, let's understand this one. This negative confession text included included in this text. Um, so we have the negative confession and this negative confession included into the Egyptian Book of the Dead uh, follows the same paradigm, the same idea uh, as it would have been written for Ani. So the Ani, as you remember, it's this uh, priest, right? Priest of Ani, of thieves. Um, and, uh, you know, this paradigm is connected. So there are some rules, these 42 sins, directly uh, connected with the uh, life of uh, priests. By the way, talking of priests in ancient Egypt, these people were so important because they were like a connectors between uh, gods and uh, pharaohs, right? And, you know, pharaoh, it's the person who is ruling uh, the empire of uh, Egypt, right? They're the connectors between gods and between people. Uh, and they have very interesting philosophy that whatever okay i will rephrase it it doesn't matter what's going on in uh your reality in the human uh form what's important what's happening in the god's reality because if something is wrong in the god's reality you have the reflection like the connection total connection with your human form life because if you have troubles in the human form lives it means that gods do have the same troubles because it's like a mirror, right? If gods do have some troubles, we have some troubles here in the human form as well. If gods are fine, we have the same story here in human life. That's their kind of uh, idea, right, of living. And we have the paradigm, right? What is paradigm? We have pretty similar word in Russian, right? The paradigm or paradox um, and uh, this paradigm, this idea, right, this uh, purposeful idea of things uh, is connected to the life of Ani, right, of this uh, beautiful priest. But it can be used for all other people as well, because, you know, the negative confession kind of used for all other people as well. Now we can think philosophically and we can say that this negative confession is not only connected to the priest, it can be used and it was used, like the lecturer told me, <laughs> uh, it can be used for all other Egyptians too. So Egyptians, they follow these ideas. They follow the Egyptian book of the dead and the negative confession, the declaration of innocence, because they want to evolve, they want to go next level <laughs> if you we get, you know try to use the gamification here although the egyptian book of the dead is often described as the ancient egyptian bible or scary book of the occult it's actually neither it's actually neither it's not that right it is the funerary text providing instructions to the soul in the afterlife. So people think that the Egyptian Book of the Dead is often described as the Egyptian Bible. And it's a very scary book, book of, an, of the occult. So there are some cultists, right? They uh, say some rude words or they try to um, do some scary things. You can watch the, the movie, The Mummy, right? Mummy, 
And uh, you will see there are some, uh, you know, uh, they have this uh, book there and they represent this book as something evil, something bad. But, you know, in real life, it is not evil. It's not bad. It's just the, just the rules or sins which you don't need to uh, break and you should follow the specific algorithms to live your life after death, after you uh, you have the problem with your body. When your body deceased, you have to follow the specific instructions. So, and they have these instructions written in the book, which called Egyptian Book of the Dead. Oh my God, I'm saying uh, and repeating the things again and again, but I hope you understand what I try to say here, right? What I'm trying to say. So the actual translation of the works title is the Book of coming forth by day it's the name of the book the book of coming forth by day uh it's the translation uh, of this work right and since the ancient egyptian believed that the soul was eternal and one's life on earth was only a brief aspect of uh, an internal journey it was considered vital vital means very important it's considered vital uh, that the soul have some kind of guidebook to navigate the next phase of existence. Oh my God, so complicated. Okay, let's go step by step here, right? This sentence is very big. Since the ancient Egyptians believed that the soul was eternal, this is the first part I would say and discuss, uh, we have the time, uh, the moment in the past, right? Uh, and uh, ancient Egyptians, they had been living according to this uh, idea, right? They believed in the idea uh, of eternity. When your soul is eternal, it means that your soul live, uh, your, lives forever. Your soul lives forever because it's eternal. You cannot kill it. Your body is killable. You have an opportunity to, to kill your body, but it's impossible to kill your soul. So the ancient, ancient Egyptians, they believed in the concept that if your body is dead, your soul is not dead. It's internal. And uh, one's life on earth was only a brief aspect of an internal journey. So they believed that life, this short life, let's say 100 years on earth, it's the only a brief, it's like a short, um, a short inhale and exhale, right? When you inhale, you do like this and exhale, you do like this, right? It's the brief moment, this 100 uh, years element uh, period. It's just the brief, the short aspect of an internal journey, a journey of the big, big journey of life, right? It's a brief aspect. It's very short aspect of life. And you have a repeatable act aspect of life when your body, your soul reincarnated again and again and again. Or you have a next level up. <laughs> you have a next evolution, right? This, that's what they believe. And for them, it was considered vital that the soul have some kind of guide book to navigate the next phase of existence. So for them, it's, it's, it's vital, it's very important to have these uh, instructions provided in the Book of the Dead, which you can follow and you know what to do when your body is 
deceased, right? Your body is dead. What to do next? Oh, oh my God, what I should do next? So maybe you don't believe in this concept, but I believe in the idea of reincarnation because I'm partly the Buddhist person. And I could say that the evolution is never ending journey, right? We evolve body after body, day after day. We have the brief aspect of life, our uh, actual life, our, um, you know, our, um, our, 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 our life which we have right now, right? It's a presence, present life. And then uh, we have eternity, right? It means the, the period of life, which you cannot count. It's, it's gonna be forever. It's an unlimited source of, uh, of hours and uh, experiences, right? And it's very important to know what to do when our body is dead. That's the philosophy of ancient Egyptians. How do you call people who live in Egypt, by the way? Of course, you call them Egyptians. And they have this interesting idea, the philosophy of the negative confession. 42 sins, which you should follow in, uh, the, tip, in the paradigm of life. And then when you're dead, you have the specific instructions what you should do after life. All of these you can find in the Egyptian Book of the Dead. And this is the end of the first part of my uh, The Negative Confession episode. Next time, I would like to go through the 42 sins, 42 rules of ancient Egyptian rules, right? From this Negative Confession thing. And we'll go through it and we'll discuss it um, like we do it right now. I hope you understand my introduction about the negative confession. I hope you got something new uh, this time. And if you love the episodes like this, if you want to listen something else, just let me know what you want to listen because I think it's very interesting to uh, learn English, not just because, hi, my name is Bob. Hi, my name is Annie. And you just have the life story situations. But I think it's interesting to use the language in the different aspects of life and to learn philosophy, to learn time management, to learn personal development, to learn some other things and aspects of English. And you need to know how to use your language right away because you learn uh, interesting information with English, in English, and you can practically use it in life. And again, I want to promote my event. So 4th of March in Moscow, I will have an event. The address I will show very soon. It's going to be somewhere in uh, close to the subway station, maybe five or seven minutes away from subway station. As for now, it's the station Baumanskaya station. And uh, if everything will be okay, I will announce the address very soon. Uh, and uh, please, uh, if you want to reserve your place, uh, just uh, send me the message. I will announce the pricing very soon. It's not going to be very expensive to visit the emotional English live event. Just... Just make sure you're, you're, you'll be there. Just reserve your place now. You have a bigger chance to be in the, on the event, right? To visit the event because, uh, you know, time flies very fast and uh, you never know, will you have the place reserved or not when the event is uh, very soon, when the event is coming. So just be sure that you reserve your place uh, if you live in Moscow uh, because we have the conversational part 
the practical part there and we have the theoretical part when i try to motivate you why you should learn english what the ways you can use and other things and aspects it's the first lecture ever i've made and uh, just uh, try to visit if you have a chance 4th of march it's saturday from uh, 1 p.m until 3 p.m uh, just uh, reserve this time in your schedule and visit uh, the Emotional English Life event with us. If you have any questions, if you have any uh, comments, just send it to me, to my uh, social networks. Visit my website, www.danilabondarenko.ru uh, to apply for my lessons. As for now, I don't have enough uh, free windows. Uh, we can start uh, the new list uh, in uh, in autumn, rainfall, right, period. So for now, 2023, uh, the year 2023, I uh, open uh, my list and reservations, uh, but we'll have uh, our tryout lessons in fall, right? Not now. Uh, thank you to being with us here. Uh, lots of love to you all. Uh, and uh, I'll see you very soon, maybe tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, I will publish another, another, the negative confession part number two related to uh, uh, the topic about 42 sins, uh, which we'll discuss together. And let's stay in touch. And uh, I see you very soon. Bye bye.